DCM works. Is it Colin here or is it just a blizzard? It was probably a song that reminded me of it, or I'd done an Arnold Schwarzenegger voice. Writing is definitely an isolating thing. From an yeah. outside perspective, that's weird as It makes fun. us look really um, mental. But that is because of what it kind of said about art. We did. I, that had fun in bits. There were fun bits. We went, and, we went and bought a value pack of straps. Oh my god, going. we did. There is a big lesson here to learn about storytelling. Hey guys, welcome back to the Artful Artist Podcast, official podcast of DCM Works. My name is David, DCM Creative Director, Lead Writer, and I'm joined as always by my co-host, Ben. Hello. It's very upbeat. I'm very excited. Um, (laughs) And so I had a good day. Uh, And we are talking about... Sound design of Overwatch. Nailed it. Conflict. As the world teetered on the brink of anarchy, a new hope arose. So what? So okay, for the kids. <laughs> what the fuck is Overwatch? So what's the game? How's the what's video game? Only bot. So it's another video game episode, yep. which is good. Standard. Like, it's fun. Uh, so what? What? What is Overwatch? Is like a shooter. Oh, so oh, oh, it's only the best game oh, ever okay. to come out this year. It, it, so yeah, it's, it's you're into that kind of thing. You know, so it's 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 Blizzard doing a first person shooter, which is Blizzard just... makes World of Warcraft. Right? So. Yeah, so Blizzard, are, Blizzard are the kings of polish. Like they, whenever they make a game, yeah. they can do anything, and it will just be the best in the genre. You know, sure. they have the best MMO in the genre. They yeah. had the best RTS in the genre. They have the best collectible card game in the genre, I guess, with Hearthstone. Yeah, it's true. Um, and they were like, "We're making a shooter," Let's and everyone guns. was like, "What? Shoot, goof?" They're they like, guys. "It's a, it's a new PC shooter, which is completely fucking unheard of." Um, yeah, because that genre was dead basically, and then CS:GO was like, "Ah, PC shooters are still yeah, a thing." And then thing. Overwatch was then Blizzard were like, "Yeah, how about we just do it better?" Mm. Um, so Overwatch came out, and, and then it's they did. and it's good. Everyone and loves it's, it. I it's don't, amazing, and I love it. It, it looks like a fun. T- I don't get it. You it wouldn't enjoy fun. it. No, it's like it's like the exact kind mm. of game I hate because uh, mm. it involves other people. Yeah, so no, it's that's the thing. I hate playing with. Other I people. I hate playing it like just myself, but I just play it with like friends. Yeah, yeah. So I've been yeah. playing it with Phil and Laura. Yeah, and there you that. go. Buddy, buddy, get the friends, gang, hooray, get the gang get back the gang together. Around. Get so, the gang around. It is. Get the gang around for some brewskis and some Overwatch. So yeah. like ignoring just every other element of the game being amazing, um, probably one of the most overlooked elements of its like just good design is its sound. Mm-hmm. And, you know, sound is pretty common in most... Like, sound being good is pretty common in most first-person It's usually pretty solid, yeah. We've kind of, you know, we've figured it out. We know how to do sound. Yeah, we're pretty we're pretty cross how, how it... Can yeah, be yeah, how yeah. to do sound in a 3D space. Sure. But Overwatch does a couple of things which are just put it that's... Like, they it makes it that much better to play as well as to just sort of engross yourself in. Mm. There's a couple of elements which they've used that make the game sort of easier to play without changing any of the mechanics yeah they've also put in elements to make it so that pretty much anyone has the ability to kind of play to a high level because of just subconscious cues and little clever things that they've put in to make it just a whole lot easier to play yeah so probably the two biggest elements i'm going to go over is there's the way the game mixes the sound so the the final sound mix that it gives to the player okay which is pretty pretty advanced. There's some weird stuff going on, on with that. And the more sort of noticeable element is the just the sound that the game uses. Like, uh, in particular, what... Like the actual foley, or...? Yeah, more just like what, what sound each player gets given. 
and this is kind of where the game differs from a lot of other first person shooters so imagine you're playing like i don't know call of duty mm-hmm. and your character throws a grenade they're like i'm throwing a grenade and they throw it out yeah like every so everyone in the map just hears grenade out you know your enemies hear grenade out you hear grenade out your allies yeah. hear grenade out sure in overwatch it's because it's like this team-based and hero-based uh shooter like there's different classes each character has different abilities so they do different things Mm -hmm. you it's really important to know what is happening without having to sort of like drill you might like what does that person do what is that doing what is like how yeah the machine gun and like a lot of other class-based games in general kind of suffer from this like it's really hard to tell what's happening just through visuals or just yes. through sounds. It's so why like, I often struggle to understand what's going on when I watch those League games. of Legends. Yeah, is a big example. a big time because I, I never. It's, it's just never... hard to watch because you're like, I don't know what that does. So what Blizzard did is they like, well, we have these characters and they have like basic abilities and weapons, and they also have ultimate abilities, which are these big game changing, just like it's huge, huge powerful. Yeah, yeah, it's like you know it can wipe out entire teams if you do it correctly. And they're like, well, we need these to feel good for the player. So they did the very, like, obnoxious thing of whenever someone uses an ultimate, they yell some catchphrase, you know? Sure. Like, the probably the best example is the character Pharaoh, who's basically just this flying rocket launcher-wielding character. And her ultimate is she just fires a shit ton of missiles, yeah, like, right. from the skies. Oh, yeah. And when she does it, she yells, justice reigns from above. It's super obnoxious. But you but know it, what it means it fits, every time. Yeah, it fits perfectly. Yeah. And that also, would be, it works tonally, too. Yeah, it, it works from, like, her character's perspective. And there's sort of early, um, early sort of interviews with Blizzard. They're like, yeah, originally Ultimates had, like, different lines. So they would say, like, Justice Reigns from above, or, like, Rocket Barrage, and stuff like they, You know, it was more varied to make it more interesting. But yeah, then yeah. they were like actually no that's a bad idea so what they did is they made it so that it's always one voice line yep so whenever Farrah ults she just yells justice reigns from above and that's that's all you hear yeah that's the only line so it's always it's consistent yeah so you know that when you hear justice reigns from she's above someone, she's doing her ultimate she's doing her ultimate it gets better so oh boy, okay. the idea oh that a character yells justice reigns from above in Farrah's case mm-hmm you only hear that when the Pharah who is ulting using her ultimate is on the enemy team. If you are on the same team as the Pharah, she doesn't yell Justice Reigns from above. She yells Rocket Barrage incoming. Oh. And the reason they did that is so you when know you're who's playing doing a game, it. you know who's ulting. That's really cool. And the cle- the super clever part makes this even better. When you are playing as Pharah, you hear Justice Reigns from above. You don't hear Rocket Barrage incoming. So when you're playing a character and you use your ultimate, this is pretty much all the ultimates. There are a few exceptions which will go over, which makes it even more clever. When you when you are playing as Pharah and you yell Justice Reigns from above and you ult, you're, you hear what your enemies hear, but your allies hear something different. But can you have more than... Could, could you have two of that character on your team? Yes. and they and So then you would know if it was, if it was your guy doing it. So uh, you, the enemy can have a Pharah and you can have a Pharah. Your team can have a Pharah. Yeah, but unless you do, unless you as that character does their ultimate, uh, if if your ally did their ultimate, you would hear the rocket, rocket barrage, barrage line coming. instead yeah. of because it's a it's yeah. an allied. Feral so ultimate. so you know immediately who is who's doing. ulting. Yeah. yeah. So the reason why that I th- like, and this is kind of speculation on my half, and it, you know it makes sense. The reason why I think that's so clever is when you you know the best way to learn how someone works is to play as that character. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like I want to know how to beat 
Reaper, so I'm going to play as Reaper and see what his weaknesses are. be that are. guy. Yeah. You know. And so when you're playing as a character and you're using an ultimate, you kind of instinctively have it in your mind that, you know, Justice Reigns from Above is Thera's ultimate. You just kind of know that. Yeah. And here is where it gets really clever. Another character in the game, her name's Mercy. She's like a healer. She just goes around and heals people. She's a support character. Her ultimate, she yells, heroes never die. Mm-hmm. That's like the line for her ultimate. Except that's what your allies hear. It's also what you hear. And the reason for that is because her ultimate, she revives anyone who's dead. So it... So Because it, it's targeting your it's team. It's targeting your team. So it's this idea that it's not just a case of you hear what the enemies hear. Because the, the what the enemies hear is heroes never die in German. Yeah. So that's a really clever thing they do with a lot of the characters. Um took over in a bit so you have this idea that whatever your ultimate targets is what is what you hear is what you hear so when i'm I'm playing mercy and i and i yell you know heroes never die and all my teammates get up when i then play with with a mercy on my team and i hear and i hear heroes never die yeah they all get i subconsciously know it's an allied mercy because that's what it targets whereas if i'm you know, against the mercy, and I hear the German, which I can't pronounce. Sure. Then I know that's an enemy mercy. Right. It's and quite clever. It's this idea that you have the most, and like whenever people reference fair result, no one references the fact that she yells Rocket Barrage incoming because that's not cool. That's yeah. just boring. Everyone references Justice Reigns from above. Like it's the meme of her ultimate. It's you know, it's very. That's what she says. Mm, mm. So. It's this idea that every ultimate has, like, the very core phrase that associates with it. And it's usually to do with, you know, those, those players who, who that ultimate targets, they hear, like, the important line. Like, some ultimates don't even make a noise if you're on the allied team because it's not really important. Mm. But the, enemy's te- the enemy team here is, like, the very distinct, like, whatever the ultimate is. And so most of the heroes have this kind of consistency. The probably the coolest thing that I that kind of Overwatch has is there's a huge sort of um, diversity within their character classes. Mm. So you know there's char- like all the characters have nationalities, which are all different. Like there's like two Americans in the entire oh, that's game. That's good. The rest of them are just how many places. characters are there? Uh, twenty one. Wow, that's so a lot. So there's twenty one characters, and they're not about and there's... eight of them are female, which is like cool. The other there's like eight females eight robots <laughs> and then just eight males oh that's cool <laughs> so that's kind of cool and like you know there's there's an australian guy there's an even a maori character it's an indian character there's an egyptian that's fucking awesome though you know that's so German. good yeah. yeah lots of actual representation actual representation not just oh we've got a black guy yeah oh, good you know, you know. There's, there's there's a there's a female russian bodybuilder that's amazing which is pretty incredible yeah and a little scary but not so a amazing. little terrifying she's yeah. like she's one of my favorite characters she's mm. awesome um but they do this cool thing where the enemy, when they ult and you're on the enemy team or the the non-targeting team, yeah. I guess you hear the um, you hear the the translated version. So if they're a Japanese character, you they yell their ultimate in Japanese. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. that's really cool. And um, oh, that's real. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, and it's that's a great idea. They've done a lot of really clever things where they, you know, they've they've tried to be consistent, but at the same time, they break a lot of their own consistency rules. So with ultimates where there's like the the English version and then the non-English version, yeah, 
the English version usually is the one that is the important one, like the big one, like the heroes never die. But there are some ultimates where the Japanese, where the, there's Japanese and English, but the Japanese is the the big important one because it's so distinctive. Yeah, because it's because it's so different. It's actually kind of you know it's cool. It's Japanese or whatever. Well, it's yeah. That I mean, it is that is cool. Yeah. Like that is a really cool idea. Yeah. So uh, yeah. so all, the, all like pretty much all the ultimates have these like big yells that you know, like they go across the map and this kind of goes into the how the game mixes audio in the end um another thing that's kind of subtle it's less obvious is that every character actually has a very distinct footstep and okay they designed the footsteps in such a way that like noise you mean yeah the noise of footsteps they designed them in such a way that characters who are more sort of dangerous yeah actually have louder footsteps than characters that you know you could consider less dangerous so like most support characters even if they're you know big beefier characters they have yeah they have really light footsteps because you know you don't want like they're not really important you don't really have to worry about running around a corner or running into a Mm. lucio because he's just gonna you're gonna be like okay he's not gonna do any damage sure but characters who are like really scary and like can take you out really quickly and especially characters who have like you know, like, who are really good at just, like, one-hitting people. They're really loud. Like, their footsteps are really heavy. Thumping around corners. Yeah, and they thump around, even though their character models are could be lighter, like, mm. could be considered smaller and, like, more fleet of foot, they still run really heavy. So it teaches you... Well, I guess then you get you get a sense of threat level just based yeah, on sound. Yeah, just based on sound. And you're like, oh, fuck, something big's coming. I better be prepared. Or something small's coming. You Maybe I need to... Oh, you know, if it's big, you're like, maybe I'll hang back, wait for my support <laughs> characters. If not, I might go in now. Yeah. That's really it's, interesting. It's that's kind a really of a good idea. They, yeah, that, because... that's sort of reminiscent of um, that idea of in Fallout Four, where the characters that wear power armor make different. Uh, they have different like footsteps as well uh, as movement sounds, as as well as footstep sounds. Yeah, it's very different in power armor. Not just the player character though. Yeah. So if you're like if you're sneaking through like a camp and you hear like in your peripheral like you're like ah oh, fuck There's yeah you know, power, it's power armor like, you're, yeah. yeah you're ready for that situation yeah and just the design of the sound as well is really good like they you know with 21 characters literally all of them have very distinct footsteps such attention to to detail yeah because they you know they didn't just tweak the sound and have it just be like you know just like footstep 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 you know they they change things like timing like some characters run really fast well their feet move really fast so they have like more of a pitter patter kind of running sound where some characters kind of just, like, lump around and just make really, mm. like, one-after-the-other kind of sounds. Yeah, yeah. Like, and, a, like a big kind of thud. You know? Yeah, so it's it's really... Like, all of the sound design decisions they've made are sort of these ways to subconsciously tell the player what's happening. It sounds like what they've done is they've found a way to take the sound design and put it into the feedback loop that is, like, game design and like game element and game designer in a feedback loop where they have to kind of service each other and they found a way to insert and have their sound design be in that loop yeah so that goes a lot into the next sort of element of their sound design which is how the final mix actually works and this is where it the game just takes a huge departure again from most other shooters in the way they mix the audio for the game so they have they actually have this system built into the game which i forget what it's called but the gist of what the system does is it it alters the volume level of various sounds in the world depending on how important those sounds are. Okay. 
and there's there's visualizations people have made and you can you can check it in game using some like debug tools to see which sounds are being amplified and which sounds are being kind of muted a bit because what it actually does is that if you're let's say you're in like a corridor and there's someone down the there's someone like down the corridor mm-hmm. their sounds will be amplified because they're considered a threat or, or like an enemy is down the corridor like yeah. they're considered like urgent they're considered yeah they're, right they're important they're yeah. it's it's yeah it's they're they're important to you right now yeah whereas a character who is you know behind a couple of walls and around a few corners they would be considered like not important however if you had the situation where there was no one down the corridor and then that person who was a couple of walls away starts moving, they would get amplified because they are the biggest threat to you currently. They're the most important thing in your circle, your sphere of yeah, so, location. You know, you and it's really subtle, but it's actually really interesting because they 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 just they designed the system to basically help players kinda subconsciously again like a lot of this is really subtle things mm. that just sits on the subconscious level. Well yeah, because you're not supposed to notice it. Yeah. You know, it's it's sort of to help people go like, you know, like, oh, I'm hearing a I'm hearing an enemy around the corner because they're being amplified because the game knows there's someone around the corner. And they're more important. Gonna, they're more important than whatever else is, whatever big fight is going on. And you combine that with the fact that you kind of know how threatening they are based on their footsteps, plus yeah. you know what else is going on on the map because you know when someone is doing their ultimates. You yeah. have like all this, you have this bevy of information that you are processing without knowing it. Yeah. And it's actually really interesting because when you look at it from a more sort of competitive perspective, like a less casual player perspective, it does, it's, it's really weird because when a lot of other shooters do sound design, they're really focused on being consistent and realistic. You know, the idea that you should have sound, you know, if a sound is around a corner, it should be at a certain level of volume. Whereas if a sound is, you know, really up in your face, it should be the loudest it possibly can be. With Overwatch, they were like, "Mm, actually, no, sound that is right in your face may not be important at all. Maybe the sound from around the corner from an enemy is more important. Sorry, continue. <laughs> we I'm good? Yeah, yeah, no, we're yeah. good. I'm just fiddling. Sorry. So they were ben, like... ben was watching me like I was. I was fiddling with some knobs. Yeah, I was, I was just... trying to fine tune. Because yeah, I'm listening to you and I'm like, Ben is getting. Pro- you do this thing in AFA. We get progressively louder, and then just you peak, excited. and then I end the episode. And I'm like, when I'm mixing it, um, I use a program that auto equalizes, and I have to make sure that I kind of progressively auto equalize you. Otherwise, what happens is everything is the same volume, but except you are a different <laughs> volume throughout because Sound it design. because it goes hey ben you are a different audio track than ben at the start because you're a different volume like yeah. literally that's the like it's so large that it thinks you're a different <laughs> like soundtrack based like a different audio element yeah so it sits both of you and it has one loud and one soft puts them together merges them and it just leaves it at the volume that it was before i mixed it I'm like, that's good to know. Yeah. Like, bit, so, of, bit, of, bit of behind the scenes <laughs> for you. There you yeah. go. Well, I'm talking sound design, so... Basically, yeah. Ben's a nightmare to work with. Yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's always good fun. Yeah. So... Fun is the wrong word. <laughs> I hate this show. Get so, from, like, a competitive, competitive perspective, mm. it's really weird because playing, like, I've played heaps of shooters, and I've played something competitively. Um, I always got used to being kind of what's known as a sound whore where you just max out your volume and you just be really attentive 
to noises in yeah, the yeah, game. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, if someone you can like, people will be like, "Oh, you're wall hacking." You're like, "No, I just heard your footsteps." I heard like, your footsteps, dickhead. Yeah, like you're able to you you're said. able to do things like that. But in Overwatch, they because they built the system in, they kind of just ramped up the level of you know how like your ability to do this, mm. and it's really weird because you'll be playing it. And I like I'll be playing it, and I'm like you know I'll be walking along, and then I'll like the audio of what's going on in the fight will very obviously dip, and then just a very obvious footstep noise will appear. You're like, you're just like oh god, what what? You're like whoa, so someone's yeah. coming up, someone's creeping up on me. Yes, you know? and it's like the that's awesome. And again, like when whenever someone ultimates, like if it's if it's ult- if it's an ultimate that's kind of far away and you're not really there it'll kind of mute it a bit like you'll still hear it but you won't it won't be as loud but if you know if you're in a room and like you know let's say a pharaoh like sneaks in through the roof or something and yeah. fires her ultimate you will hear the justice rains from above super loud you'll also hear the missiles because you're being hit by missiles yeah, yeah, yeah but you know they they tweaked this sort of like how the game mixes the final audio to sort of you know make it easier to play have we? I don't know if we've, I've ever mentioned it on the show, but um, the Xbox 360. Uh, it was kind of a reboot, kind of a remake of SSX, um, the snowboarding game. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, that was one of the first games where they they wrote a very intelligent algorithm. And basically, the way it works is like depending on how well you're doing. Um, uh, it, it's uh, it's hard to explain, but like it basically mixes the audio. Oh god, we should definitely do um a, a video on that at some point. I fucking <laughs> love that game. But it mixes the audio based on uh the. Uh, the success and the speed and the airtime and all the things you're doing in the game when you're snowboarding down these crazy hills, yeah. doing these crazy tricks, uh, it mixes songs together as you go, blends them in different ways based on what kind of thing you're doing. So yeah. if you go for massive jump, the music will like quieten down and then yeah. it'll lead into a different song. And then when you hit the ground, it'll cut back to the beat from the first song and throw you into like a big dubstep song that was playing before you jumped off. Yeah. When you're in the air, you might get a rap verse from a different song quietly when you hit the ground. It goes, oh, Poof. yeah. So it like does this thing where it kind of works out what you're doing and it automatically mixes the music as you go. Yeah. Uh, different volumes and it splices together different beats based on... So like if you're doing a trick where you're spinning around, it'll find two songs, mash them together to suit someone that's spinning around. Like it's this super... It's the first game that I've ever played that did that. And it sounds like what Blizzard did is they went... What if we took that idea and did the literal perfect version of it? Well, yeah, because it's you know it's it's sort of the perfect implementation as well because it it's you know it's not intrusive. It doesn't yeah. really like you don't really notice it unless you're sort of paying attention to it mm. or you know like a lot of people don't even really know it exists. Um, it's really funny. There's a they you know they sort of hint at the fact that it's in the game literally through a loading screen hint. They um. Like you know, it's tip standard loading screen hint bullshit. Yeah, one of them is like, it's it's something along those lines of like, if like the sounds from enemies that are like, ugh, it's basically says you know, the louder something is, the more threatening it is. Like it's like the like along something the lines of yeah, that. Yeah, and I remember reading it the first time, and I was like, what the fuck does, does that, that mean? mean? Yeah. Like, what the hell does that That's, mean at all? Yeah. And then when I started noticing this weird, like, shift in audio in games, I was like, does it actually just mix the audio differently? And then, you know, I, like, saw some interviews and saw some, like, like developer blogs, and I'm like, yeah, they... They, they mix, genuinely do, yeah. Yeah, they shift the game mix so based cool. on, like, what's... And it's, it's weird that they've... You know, it's not a system that they've kind of wanted to hide 
Yeah. Because again, it has a hint, and there's developer blogs about it, and they've they've been very open. There's like you can you can open up like debug mode in the game to actually see like here is an audio source from an enemy, and it'll say like like it'll be like colored. There'll be like a box around it, and the box will be a certain color based on the like the urgency. Yeah. Of the system, you can actually just test the system That's and cool. see what kind of situations, cool. what audio it prefers, and it's. Yeah, it's like a really interesting way of sort of letting everyone play on the same level. And I, f- I feel like that's what Overwatch as a whole has kind of been trying to achieve, is just letting everyone play it. And that's such that's such an honest... Like, from Blizzard's that's such an honest... From Blizzard's perspective, that's like such an honest way to make a piece of entertainment. Yeah. You're, you're like, you know what we want to do is we want to make this thing that's fun, it's competitive, it's got us... But also, if you really want to play it, we we built it so that anyone can get in, and yep. not not to say because I know some people are like oh well that means that there's no complexity. But really, what they've done is they've gone, you know, it's this idea that, and I, I talked about this periodically, but it's this idea that like nothing is revolutionary, um, nor is it world changing. Well, everything's a remix. Well, no, I was going to say nothing is revolutionary, nothing is world changing unless it's accessible to oh, the yeah. poor. But the same thing can be said of of, a, of an entertainment product that it can't be. Uh, there's no way to make a product that is going to be amazingly successful and perfect unless... Unless it's easy to get into. Unless it's easy to get into, but also it has to be easy to get into, but also have complexity. Yeah. And that sort of, you know, something like Dark Souls struggles with the first thing. And when they try to do the first thing too much, no one can play the game. When they do the second thing, it's like Dark Souls 2 where it's too easy. Yeah. Whereas Blizzard, where a lot of people just complain. Blizzard historically, and they have always done this, getting in is fun, you have a good time, and suddenly... You learn complexity as you go, and yeah. all of a sudden you're an expert on World of Warcraft, or you're a <laughs> you, you know you you learn this expertise as you go because they are so good at designing stuff yeah. in that way, and I, that's just like so no one does that. Well, know? yeah, there's there's really no other example of, I mean, there's no other team that does Blizzard polish the level that Blizzard no. does. The closest you're gonna get is like maybe some indie studios, but it's not the same scale. Not the same scale, yeah. I mean, the scale of Blizzard makes polish up yeah, is crazy. It's insane. Like, if you think about the most polished game you've ever played, one of the... Well, actually, at the time, Bioshock Infinite was super polished compared to other shooters, right? At the time. Yeah. Um, but, at, at you know, I do remember, at the time, I was like, this is super polished, but it's not going to seem as polished in a few years because other products are going to catch up. Yeah. But I remember thinking, but it's still not as polished as shit as it's been doing for years. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, even you look at World of Warcraft, where the graphics are like, okay, it's from... Whenever the graphics were updated, 2003. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know if they've updated it since. People are going to hate on us for shitting on World of Warcraft, but That's but a trash the mechanics, game. It's, it's it's garbage. But the mechanics garbage. when they, when it came out were so flawless in the way they were built. Oh, they were game changing. Um, like, well, they will they were literally the world changing. Yeah. They changed people's lives. Like, some pe- people grew up on that, and I know it's a, people, but people actually grew up on that game. Yeah, and it changed the way they view the world, which you know. That's a crazy weird, thing to think about. Yeah. And it's like, I'm so glad I never played it, because I'm an addict. Because <laughs> I'm a very addictive personality, yeah. so that's all I would be doing now. I would not be employed. Yeah. Um, but that level of polish, and particularly to sit down and as a team... Like, there was a team dedicated to just doing sound design. You know there was. Oh, yeah. There like, has to... Like, a big department, too. Not just, like, five guys, but, like, a big department. Yeah, they were like, a, we're going to get this Well, I mean, perfect. it would have been, you know, the people who were doing the sound for the game would have been like, you know, we have... They have all these sound effects, and we have all these, you know, we're just doing basic 3D positional audio, and they would have played it and just been like, nah, it needs more. We can do more. Like, you can, you can disable the, um, 
well actually no there's a there's a video of these that these guys got where they where blizzard sent them a a clip of gameplay with without the system that modulates the audio of things like a like from like a combat sequence just yep. like a clip of gameplay mm-hmm. and it's just a mess like the game just the game looks worse because of the audio. Well, yeah, because you don't. This is that. I mean, that's that's the truth of it. Is yeah. Is when you have all five senses, you actually experience everything with all of them. You know, you, you <laughs> don't, it's not you don't see a thing and hear a thing. Yeah. You see and hear it, and that forms it, yeah. the mental picture of it. And you know, you know, it's the kind of idea where it's just like they wouldn't have been able to cram as much information into the audio if they didn't then you know do this modulation with it. Yeah. Before giving it to the player, and that's so like. And it means they're able to give more information. They're they're able to give more feedback to the players in the same amount of like sound space as other games, but without clogging, without having to well, clog the it's, UI. It's or a perfect to perf- the... perfect UI is one you don't notice. Yeah. Um. The the guy who makes uh, Cards Against Humanity, uh, Max. I can never I can never remember his last name. Uh, him and Pat Rothfuss talk about this idea that books are like a perfected technology because. You don't even notice how good the UI is on a book. <laughs> like, like you can you can drop a book in a bath; it will dry out and work. You yeah. can't break it. It's never going to run out of battery. It's never going to seize up on you. Books are like a perfect piece of technology, and they're so good that you don't even think of them as being technology. Well, then there are books that go well. You know, fuck the standard. No, 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 no. But but yeah. the, but they're they're like a perfected technology. Almost. Yeah. they're so close. Uh, same with like that sound design. If you if your UI is is the best UI in the world, no one's gonna notice it's there, and that's the that's the hard thing. Overwatch's yeah. UI is pretty bad, but yeah, well, we the sound, but the, I mean, the that. sound design is is a part of that UI. Yeah, it means it's um, not. It don't, they don't have to have little icons. Well, pop like up your the Assassin's saying, Creed so and so is yeah, is alting. The, the Assassin's <laughs> Creed meters where they're like, where are the threats that you're yeah. hearing? And it's really intrusive and weird, and it's also it just makes no sense. And it makes yeah. no sense, and it's like, why would they? Why is it, this doesn't make sense? Yeah. And but then you think about something like Overwatch, it's perfected a part of the UI. I think a I think a big part of it is they kind of respect the players a bit more to sort of figure it out. But that's that's only because uh, yeah because, because they, they know have that, these systems yeah, yeah they've got this yeah it's sort of a it's a thing that you have to do you like to do that you have to be confident that you can build the system in the first place otherwise you get what happened when the Long Dark first came out which is this amazing game that no one knew how to play because they were like well we don't want to be condescending and be like here's how yeah. to collect resources or whatever but everyone kept dying and they're like how do I play this game? <laughs> so kind of there's two ends of that spectrum yeah so if you you have to have the confidence to know that you can build the system. That means you don't have to explain yourself, but to do that, you have to have a system that means you don't have to explain yourself. So it's kind of a catch twenty two. Yeah, I but, think a, you know. I think I think again, a, a lot of it comes back to Blizzard's level of polish. Mm. They're able to really nail, you know, just every single every single element of the game is sort of well thought out and well produced, so that when you combine it, it makes sense. Like you can rely on, you know, like. You know the UI is missing some things, but that's because the sound gives that, and the sound could be missing some things because the the character models kind of invoke certain sort of yeah. yeah, and like you don't have to really have, you know, like the the ammo counter on the all the guns is really tiny. It's in the corner, you can't really see it, but it doesn't really matter because the guns shoot as much as you expect them to. Yeah, like there's just so many like so many subtle sort of design choices that they've made. 
that just make it you can just pick it up and play it and just understand it because yeah, all of the elements are complementary yeah yeah and that's i mean that's so hard to do oh, it's it's it's, a fucking, it's, it's, fucking it's amazing impossible. that they've done it yeah yeah it's honestly like it doesn't surprise me that they would do it either like they're just that kind of oh it's yeah it's the kind of thing where it's just like you know if if valve had attempted it, it would be buggy as fuck yeah but because blizzard did it you know, it's it. You know, works reasonably well. Mm. It's not too buggy. The netcode fucking sucks, but that's eh, netcode's whatever. never good. Yeah. Um, I don't think anyone's really nailed netcode yet. <laughs> uh, it's tough. Like, I net mean, code, by the way, people, for anyone wondering, netcode net is network code. It's like what connects you to other players. Yeah, it's just um, how the it's really hard to do. It's it's impossible to do well. The only people that do do it well are people that make uh, games. Doo-doo. They do. Huh, doo-doo. They do other shit. Um, but yeah, like I still I still won't play it, but I might sort of check out. Um how that system works because that is really interesting to me there's, there's um, quite a bit of resources online of yeah. more information of how it works yeah, so definitely check it out um I mean, play overwatch it's just fun like, yeah it's, uh it, it's it looks for you know if you're if you're into multiplayer games like playing with friends definitely with check friends, it out yeah. don't let my you know <laughs> don't let my fucking stick in the mud shit get, <laughs> get you down on it um and yeah i mean where, where can people find us ben on the internet somewhere. On the internet, every week. Uh, one week, you'll know. Probably not. Yeah. Um, so, uh, big thanks to Brendan A. McQuaid, one of our biggest sponsors on Patreon. Facebook, Twitter, huh? YouTube. I'm in the middle of a thing. I'm I thought doing... you were going to tell them thinking, where we were. I was okay. thanking Brendan. We Do not listen to me. Thanks, Brandon. Huh? Brendan. Brandon? Who's to say? Brendan? Um, Brandon. Brendan. Brandon. With an E. With an E? Yeah. yeah. Brendan A. McQuaid, who's one of our biggest uh, supporters on Patreon. Hey. Uh, so thanks for that. If you guys want to um, give us like a small donation, we prefer, we've always said we prefer like a like a dollar a month over 12 months than, you know, two, you know, $15 installments or something. We prefer small donations, you know, because it keeps, it keep, means you guys don't have to like shell out tons of bucks every month. And we, you know, keeps us keeps us chuck, trucking along. That's give us a does. dollar a month, and us, we'll we'll that was spend very it on alcohol. Give us a dollar a month. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So uh, if you want to check us out we're on Twitter, uh, at DCM underscore works. Um. I'm at DCM. I hate pie. You're at little literal citrus. Mm-hmm. Um. We are at Redbubble. If you want to get some merchandise, redbubble.com slash people slash DCM works uh, and hashtag all that, AFA pod hashtag AFA pod on Twitter all that stuff is in the show notes um, and yeah let us know what you guys thought of, of watching if you have any sort of opinions on Blizzard in general just uh, yeah tweet at us all um, if you think it sucks you're wrong it's terrible <laughs> uh, yeah so hit us up on our socials and uh, as always we will see you guys next week goodbye bye yeah, it was probably a song that reminded me of it or I'd done an Arnold's what's an egg voice writing is definitely an isolating from an yeah. outside perspective, that's weird as fuck. It makes fun. us look really um, mental. But that is because of what it kind of said about art. Did I, I had fun in bits. There were fun bits. We, went and, we went and bought a value pack of straps. Oh my god, we did. There is a big lesson here to learn about storytelling. 